Did you know that there's a whole spectrum of narcissism? It begins with a sort of healthy kind of narcissism that looks a whole lot like self-love and coexists with empathy. On the other end of the spectrum, you have the most extreme narcissists, the very toxic people who have a tendency to ruin relationships, ruin lives. The spectrum is what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com and I'm going to show you seven different types of narcissists on the spectrum. So let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Sound good? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. A lot of times people who would be diagnosed with NPD or narcissistic personality disorder are never diagnosed. That's because a lot of times those same people think there's nothing wrong with them. It's kind of part of the whole disorder, right? And as we've discussed here on this channel many times, we can see some very predictable patterns among them. With that being said, there are so many different ways that these particular patterns and toxic behaviors can manifest themselves in a single individual person. So it might seem pretty logical to assume that all narcissists are alike because their behaviors are so similar, or at least it can seem that way. Because of this, sometimes even the best trained eyes can miss a narcissist. And that's because of the fact that there are so many various personality types within the spectrum of narcissistic personality disorder or even just the spectrum of narcissism. Today I'm going to define seven primary types for you, but please note that just like the rest of humanity, no two narcissists are exactly alike and your narcissist or the person you used to be connected to may very well encompass more than one of these types. So the first type of narcissist on our list today is the know-it-all narcissist. While the know-it-all narcissist might really know a whole lot of stuff, this narcissist is also very pushy with his or her opinion. And of course, they're all too happy to shell that opinion out to anybody who will listen and a lot of people who don't want to hear it. Whether they've been asked for it, or not. This narcissist will lecture you all day long and as long as you don't actually expect to have a two-way conversation, everything will be fine. But don't expect this narcissist to listen to you because the whole time you're talking, they might be being quiet if they're not actually listening. They're just trying to think about what they're going to say next. So how do you deal with this type of narcissist? Well, you politely acknowledge them and their advice, you thank them, and then you go ahead and you do what you want to do anyway, whatever you feel is best. Don't take anything too seriously and don't let yourself feel offended by this uppity behavior they display to you. Yes, that person does think they're better than you, but in reality, you should probably feel sorry for them. Next up, we have the daydream believer. This is the kind of narcissist who we might call a grandiose type of narcissist. That's because they'll almost always see themselves as someone who really matters more than other people. They figure they're more important somehow and they expect other people to think so too and to treat him accordingly. This narcissist will always exaggerate their own accomplishments and they love to think that other people are envying them or even admiring them. They believe they are meant for something big, something big. And if these qualities are combined with a certain amount of charisma, 
and a strong sense of ambition, they might actually succeed on certain levels. And you might find yourself very drawn to this kind of narcissist. So how do you deal? Well, the daydream believer might bring out your sense of competition or your sense of justice. Don't let yourself get caught up in it, whatever you do. If you do, this person's just going to increase their desire to become better than you or to be better than you. And their efforts will match that. Don't let yourself be too affected by their charms because those will quickly fall away once they think they have you in their clutches. Remember that the narcissist won't do anything to help you unless there's an ulterior motive or unless it's somehow helping themselves. Don't allow yourself to become codependent on the narcissist if you can avoid it. This narcissist will discard you like last year's pumps and without a second thought. Next up, we have the seductor or the seductress. This is a very different kind of narcissist, but still very toxic. This is the kind of person who makes you feel amazing about yourself at first. They seem to admire you, even sort of idealize you. This person makes you feel like you're someone important, someone special who really matters. But the dark side of this person is that their intention behind this is to really seduce you into feeling that way about them. They know that when you love them and you depend on them a little bit, that you will support them. They'll grow to admire them. They will use blatant admiration, physical affection, and flattery to get what they want. But once you're no longer useful to them, they will drop you like a hot rock. How do you deal with this type? Well, you see it for what it is, first of all. Enjoy the flattery if you must, but understand that it is just manipulation and that it won't last. Even if it feels really good, you can't allow yourself to be too swayed by this person. You have to keep your eyes on how they treat other people around them, especially people they might feel a little bit competitive with. You might find that watching how this person treats those people could give you a glimpse into your potential future with this person. And listen to how they talk about their exes because this is important. If they swear everybody's a stalker, an evil person, or someone who stalks them, someone who's crazy, this is a red flag. There's probably something to be concerned about. Remember that narcissists are really good at playing the victim when they don't get what they want. And especially to get what they want, the seductress or the seductor will often use the save me play. You know what I'm talking about? Steer clear. Now let's talk about the bully. You know the bully, don't you? The kid that beat you up from down the street in third grade or the one that was the mean girl from high school or that jock everybody got wedgies from when they felt particularly assholey that day. As an adult, your bully might look like a regular person, but they need to elevate themselves by humiliating other people and making them feel bad about themselves. Sure, they might also be a daydream believer and a know-it-all, but there's something else too, a big jerk. Yeah, I said it. Big jerk. The bully will treat people around him or her with disdain, acting like they're so much better than the other people. Contempt when they don't get what they want. And the bully is not nice when they assert their superiority, which of course is as often as possible. They need you to feel bad about yourself because it's the only thing that helps them feel better about themselves. It's the only thing that helps their ridiculously low self-esteem feel a little bit less low, but they would never admit this even to themselves. Where the seductress might use 
intimacy and various charms to get what they want. The bully will push you, pressure you, and downright threaten you to get what they want. In extreme cases, the bully may threaten or actually use physical violence to get what they want, especially if you refuse to comply. They will relentlessly mock you, belittle you, to the point that you might even start thinking, I'm not worth the oxygen I'm allowed to breathe. They will do a number on your self-esteem. How do you deal with this kind? If you're not in a position to go no contact, which is obviously an ideal solution, your next best bet is to use the gray rock concept or to shine the person on. Don't do anything that would insult the narcissist's ginormous ego while you're dealing with them. Don't directly challenge them unless you're prepared to argue and fight and be confronted. If you're going to withstand the attacks of this type of narcissist, you're going to have to be very strong in your sense of self and of self-esteem. And you need to know that you don't require validation from outside of yourself. If you have to deal with a bullying narcissist on the regular, at work, at home, or somewhere else, work on your poker face and practice your gray rock technique. Be careful to take care of yourself so you don't end up dissociating. This is a very difficult type of narcissist, be aware. Now let's talk about the evil narcissist. This one is possibly the most dangerous type of narcissist. A bullying narcissist up to this point, of course, has been our worst, maybe the most toxic on the list. But now we've reached the pinnacle of all narcissists. And this is the one I'm calling the evil narcissist. It's the one that you should avoid at all costs. The evil narcissist is a whole other kind of animal. While they may have the qualities of a lot of these other types of narcissists, especially the bullying one, the evil narcissist will literally attempt to destroy you, especially if you pose some sort of threat to them, whether it's personal or otherwise. Maybe you made this person feel like you were challenging their superiority or somehow that you're succeeding in a way that they're not. Or maybe they're just threatened by you for some weird reason that you don't understand. In any case, this person's dangerous. Even if you're never made aware of their feelings, they may proceed to methodically and intentionally ruin your life. They'll spread lies about you to everyone you know, you know, smear campaigns. They might even attempt to cause trouble for you at work. And if you've been married and you have kids with this person, they'll do anything they can to turn the kids against you or to keep them from you, or they'll walk away without a second thought. How do you deal with an evil narcissist? Well, if you can, the first thing you need to do is get away as quickly as possible. The evil narcissist isn't capable of any sort of healthy relationship ever. And the longer you stick around, the higher your chances go of actually having your life ruined or worse. A scary thing about this kind of narcissist is that they're often a better actor than the rest. So many people in their lives will have no idea who they really are, at least when it comes to who they are behind closed doors. And this could even include family members who also might be used as flying monkeys. So be aware. It's important to know that in the case of the evil narcissist, you can't be too careful when it comes to the legalities of it all. So don't be afraid to lawyer up if needed. Keep copies of all texts, emails, and other kinds of communication communication and keep in touch with anyone who may have seen this person using their manipulative behavior on you in action. You might need them to make a statement one day on your behalf, especially if the evil one does cause legal problems in your life. Don't be afraid to lawyer up, like I said, and early if necessary. Next up, we've got the addict. The addict is exactly what it sounds like. A narcissist who uses drugs, gambles, food or sex, or whatever else they find pleasurable to find fulfillment. This kind of narcissist will often, as the rest, encompass qualities of the other narcissists we talked about, but not always. 
Sometimes they're completely openly selfish and other times you'll find that they're willing to steal from you, trick you, or otherwise scam you and anyone else they know and love or claim to love just so they can get their drug of choice. This is a very dangerous narcissist because the addict often deals with dangerous people. And because they don't care if you get your rent paid or you feed your kid, they'll steal your last dollar if it means getting a fix or whatever it is that makes them feel good. A lot of codependent issues arise when an addict is involved. How do you deal? Well, you watch your back first of all. Don't even give the addict the illusion of trust. If you can go no contact, do it and fast. There's almost no fixing this kind of addict unless they manage to find recovery. So if you're co-parenting with an addict, make sure you document everything. Get some counseling and some legal advice and representation while you're at it. Protect yourself and your kids. This type of narcissist, if they recover, sometimes they're not really a narcissist, but there is still a possibility that even a recovering addict can be a narcissist, so keep that in mind. Finally, we're going to talk about the victim narcissist. Y'all know who I'm talking about now, don't you? The victim is also called, in some cases, the covert narcissist. This is a master manipulator, but they differ from other narcissists because they almost seem to be introverted. Sadly, for a poor me kind of narcissist, it all comes down to the one thing, and that is that they actually hate themselves. They think it's going to be possible to, like, hate themselves better somehow. Doesn't work that way. But they continue to demonstrate the behavior that they loathe. And even though they do that, they're powerless to change it. They don't control their own thoughts. What it comes down to is that their deep inner self is not okay with the person they've become. They judge themselves more harshly than they judge other people, believe it or not, or at least more harshly than other people judge them. But they certainly have a high standard for almost everything in their life. They quietly stick to their unreasonable standards to the best of their abilities, happy to secretly look down their noses at anyone they deem unworthy, lesser than them. How do you deal with it? Well, as with any narcissist, you watch your back and you go no contact if possible, but if not, you have to be prepared to ignore this one because what you're going to get from this one is a quietly judgmental gaze and a superiorist attitude directed at you. So be prepared to ignore that and then just keep doing what you do. If you don't feed the narcissistic supply of this one, just like the rest, they might get bored and move on and wouldn't that be great? All right, this brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, do you recognize any of these narcissists? And if you do, how many of them can you find in the narcissist that you most recently found yourself involved with? Share your thoughts and your experiences and your comments below and let's talk about it. Also, let me ask you one more thing. What would you add to my list of types of narcissists? What other kinds of narcissists can you think of? Leave them in the comments below too. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.